Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 127 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Matthew chapter 23 today and our focus is on why was Jesus so opposed to the Pharisees and why did they hate him? We're also going to be talking a little bit about the dangers of titles in Christian leaders. So we are a daily 10 minute or so podcast, except for yesterday. Sorry about that. Went about four and a half minutes over, maybe shorter today, I hope. Our goal, in addition to trying to stay to around 10 minutes, is to read one chapter a day and encourage you in listening and understanding and obeying the word of God. Please do check out our website, Bible2021.com. Great comment on yesterday's podcast from our friend WWH. He says, atonement, A-T-O-N-E, if we can pardon a pun, makes us at one with one whom we have wronged at one. That's pretty clever there. We are then justified just if I'd never sinned. Well, that's a great way of remembering the meaning of those two words. Thank you for that, WWH. Now, before we dive into those scoundrel Pharisees, let's talk about titles for a moment. Certain corners of Christendom seem very interested in titles. Father, apostle, pope, bishop, pastor, archdeacon, etc. It seems that Jesus strongly warns us against titles in today's passage. Verses 8 through 12 says, You are not to be called rabbi because you have one teacher and you are all brothers and sisters. Do not call anyone on earth your father because you have one father who is in heaven. You are not to be called instructors either because you have one instructor, the Messiah. The greatest among you will be your servant and whoever exalts himself will be humbled and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. I'm not really sure how that can be anything but clear. There's not a dividing line in Scripture between clergy and laity. In other words, the the ministers, the pastors, the popes, the whatever, and the people. There's not such a line in Scripture. And the Bible, and Jesus in particular, just does not make a big deal about titles even warning us against their use. And apparently, in context of what Jesus is saying to us today, it has a lot to do with humility. There seems to be a great danger in affixing a high and lofty title to oneself. Well, speaking of titles, today our focus is on the scribes, Pharisees, and religious leaders of the people of Israel during the days of Jesus, people who apparently did value titles very much. Our main focus today will be on the Pharisees, but do know There were other factions of Judaism active in the time of Jesus, including the Sadducees, the Essenes, and many others. Other than scribes, you won't find these groups in the Old Testament. The Pharisees themselves had their origin around 160 or 170 years before the time of Jesus, and they folded as an ongoing group roughly 35 years or so after his death with the Sadducees and Essenes having very similar timelines. As we've mentioned before, the Pharisees may not have been 100% bad in the Bible. Uh, I will say one does struggle to find good things about the Sadducees, but apparently a fair amount of Pharisees became believers in Jesus at some point. We see this in the book of Acts. Uh, Chapter 15, verse 5 says, Some of the believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees stood up and said, 
it is necessary to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of Moses. Well, these Pharisees in Acts 15 were on the wrong side of things in that dispute, but they did follow Jesus, apparently. Apparently, also, uh, Paul slash Saul, when he was a bad guy, was a Pharisee. I guess that's not a positive, but Gamaliel, who ended up sparing the life of John and Peter, was also a Pharisee, and he actually seemed like a pretty good guy. Well, they were the conservative faction, at least theological-wise, of the religious leaders at the time, probably over-conservative in a lot of ways, adding to the commands of Scripture and going beyond what was written. The Sadducees were probably the liberally theological group, not believing in an afterlife or angels or spirits, despite the Old Testament testifying to all of those things being a reality. Interestingly, the first major leader in the Bible to have an issue with the Pharisees and Sadducees was not Jesus. Can you guess who it was? Well, you don't have to guess too long, because the answer is John the Baptist. Matthew chapter 3, verse 7, he, we see John calling the Pharisees and Sadducees a brood of vipers and asking them, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Well, what was so bad about these Pharisees and Sadducees? Let's read our passage and find out. Matthew chapter 23, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Then Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples. The scribes and Pharisees are seated in the chair of Moses. Therefore, do whatever they tell you and observe it, but don't do what they do because they don't practice what they teach. They tie up heavy loads that are hard to carry and put them on people's shoulders, but they themselves aren't willing to lift a finger to move them. They do everything to be seen by others. They enlarge their phylacteries and lengthen their tassels. They love the place of honor at banquets, the front seats in the synagogues, greetings in the marketplaces, and to be called rabbi by people. But you are not to be called rabbi because you have one teacher and you are all brothers and sisters. Do not call anyone on earth your father because you have one father who is in heaven. You are not to be called instructors either because you have one instructor, the Messiah. The greatest among you will be your servant." Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! You shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces, for you don't go in, and you don't allow those entering to go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! You travel over land and sea to make one convert, and when he becomes one, you make him twice as much a child of hell as you are. Woe to you blind guides who say, whoever takes an oath by the temple, it means nothing, but whoever takes an oath by the gold of the temple is bound by his oath. Blind fools, for which is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctified the gold? Also, whoever takes an oath by the altar, it means nothing, but whoever takes an oath by the gift that is on it is bound by his oath. Blind people, for which is greater, the gift or the altar that sanctifies the gift? Therefore, the one who takes an oath by the altar takes an oath by it and by everything on it. The one who takes an oath by the temple takes an oath by it and by him who dwells in it. And the one who takes an oath by heaven takes an oath by God's throne and by him who sits on it. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! You pay a tenth of mint, dill, and cumin, and yet you have neglected the more important matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. These things should have been done without neglecting the others. Blind guides! You strain out a gnat, but gulp down a camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup so that the outside of it may also become clean. 
Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs, which appear beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of the bones of the dead and every kind of impurity. In the same way, on the outside you seem righteous to people, but inside you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! You build the tombs of the prophets and decorate the graves of the righteous, and you say, If we had lived in the days of our ancestors, we wouldn't have taken part with them in shedding the prophets' blood. So you testify against yourselves that you are descendants of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up, then, the measure of your ancestors' sins. Snakes, brood of vipers, how can you escape being condemned to hell? This is why I am sending you prophets, sages, and scribes. Some of them you will kill and crucify, and some of them you will flog in your synagogue and pursue from town to town. So all the righteous blood shed on the earth will be charged to you. From the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, son of Barakiah, whom you murdered between the sanctuary and the altar. Truly I tell you, all these things will come on this generation. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her, How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you are not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate, for I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So in this passage, seven different times Jesus castigates the Pharisees for their hypocrisy. They're acting as if they were holy men but being like painted and decorated houses of the dead, pretty on the outside, but utterly dead on the inside. Twice, Jesus calls the Pharisees snakes, just like John the Baptist did. Why? Because they would kill God's messengers who endeavored to call them to repentance. Five times, Jesus calls the Pharisees blind. Why? Because they cared and were meticulous about tiny details, but they neglected the great commands of God like they couldn't see them especially those in regards to justice and mercy. I'd mentioned it before, probably last year, but one of the most powerful media clips I've ever seen comes from the Visual Bible's dramatization of this chapter, Matthew 23, which is word for word from the Bible. You should watch it, because I think the actor playing Jesus in the Visual Bible accurately captures the passion, anger, and heartbreak that we see Jesus portraying in Matthew 23. Now, if you do want to watch it, I've got it queued up on our website on today's episode show notes. So you just come to Bible2021.com, you click on it, and it will show you Matthew 23. You can also go to YouTube and search it on your own, the visual Bible, uh, Gospel According to Matthew. But it's probably easiest to find it on our website, bible 2021com and you can see that on today's post. We see clearly here in Matthew 23, having read it, what Jesus had against the Pharisees. Now, what did they have against him? Well, here's John, amazing Grace Newton, to help us understand the beef the Pharisees had against Jesus. They despised him for what they accounted to be the meanness of his appearance. Though rich in himself, he became poor for our sakes, and his poverty made him contemptible in their eyes. They expected the Messiah would appear with external pomp and power, but when they saw him, they scorned him, saying, Is this not the carpenter's son? Their contempt was heightened when this poor man publicly asserted his proper character and claim 
demanded their attention and homage and styled himself as the Son of God. They objected to him the low state and former characters of his followers. Some of them were of low rank in life. The most of those who constantly attended him were poor fishermen. Others had been people of bad repute, publicans, and open sinners. For this they reproached Jesus and thought they were fully justified in their contempt. While they could say, Have any of the rulers or Pharisees believed on him? They were further exasperated against him by the authority and severity with which he taught. It is true, he was gentle and meek to all who felt their need of his help or sincerely desired his instruction. He received them without exception and treated them with the greatest tenderness, but he vindicated the honor of the law of God from the corrupt doctrine and traditions of their professed teachers. He exposed and unmasked the hypocrisy of their most admired characters and compared the men who were of the highest reputation for wisdom and sanctity to whited sepulchers warning the people against them as blind guides and deceivers. Wow. Well, let's close this discussion of the Pharisees today with our Bible memory verse for the month of May. Better news than that. It comes from Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Jesus came near and said to them, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you, and remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Amen. Good day to you, friends. Don't imitate the Pharisees, and Godspeed.